This podcast is recorded on the traditional lands of the Ngunnawal and Yambri people, and we pay respect to Mother Earth, the footprints that came before us, the ones we follow now, and the footsteps that will guide us long into the future. This is your task, it is your mission, ADHD and intuition. <laughs> but you knew that. I did. You already knew that. I did. You knew it was going to happen before it happened because you knew it. I knew you were going to say intuition there and because that you, you weren't rhyme. quite going to Because you can rhyme. get it into the right cadence. Because you can rhyme. I don't know why you pick on the cadence. Like I literally Because <laughs> it's make, really important. I make my own song every week. It's important. Like I'm basically Taylor Swift. <laughs> Rewriting my own tracks. (laughs) Thanks, Taylor. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 30 of F Them Fish, ADHD for Grown Ups. My name is Callie, and I am here with this guy over here in the pink beanie with a light built into it. I remember being 30 once. Lockie. Do you remember being 30? Nope. Too long ago. Long time ago. Actually, I do remember. It was, uh, I think I turned 30 just before we met. And yes, I do have a light in my beanie. I got a beanie with a light. It's a pink beanie and it has a light in it and it looks bonkers. Not when you're using it to be noticed when you're on your one wheel in the streets at night time. No, I think it's a great idea. It's bloody brilliant. the old guy on a one wheel. No, it's it's like literally like a head torch with built a, into your thing. It's with awesome. a light beanie. And it's pink. It is. I like it. It like matches your pink hoodie. Thank you very much. I dress for success. There's pink on my shoes. Get dressed for success. Uh, if you know, you know. Oh, talking about if you know, you know. Um, so I got a message from Andrew after the last recording. Was it a message or was it an AI message? No, it was a message. And I'll tell you what it says. It was quite and funny. And Rue. So he sent me this message. It said... I ate all the lollies before I got home and now I've got plot of land stuck in my head. <laughs> <laughs> plot of land, plot of land, plot of land, plot of land. Bless him and his lollies. Yeah. He loves a good lolly. Yeah. Got some spare ones here today, Andrew, if you want some more to pick up on the way past. Oh, yeah, go for it. Um, also, just following up as well from last week, uh, I know we've jumped into this a little bit quick. We'll go back and do the welcome you bits in a minute. But can you just read that for me, please? No. Oh. Misperception, a wrong or incorrect understanding or interpretation. So basically what we're saying is I was right last week. Remember that time when you guys were telling me I meant to say misconception and I'm like, no, 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 misperception, you're perceiving something wrong. Or do I want to say I was right? I'm not prepared to argue with Andrew because he researches a lot. He does. He's very um he's very researchy. researchy. Every time he comes over and he's researched lots of things and he has lots of props researchy and stuff. stuff. I'm always like, should we have done that? And he's and his <laughs> neat writing stuff and he basically oh, turns up goodness. way it's more like prepared than we are. Way more prepared. Like, he turns up and he goes, So I've researched all the things and I can still remember everything word for word. He need is, to make uh, sure I don't slip standing up. Standing in the shadow of greatness. Anyway, welcome everybody. This, as we say, is episode 30 and we are, it's just me and Lockie today on the couch, as you can probably tell. And Podcat. And Podcat. She is sat there. We have not put any drinks anywhere near for her to, um, knock, over. to knock over. Talking of which, what drinks do we have today? Watermelon margaritas. Watermelon margaritas. And why not? I say, that's actually better than I thought What was be. that or... The other option that I was looking at was bubblegum vodka. I'm glad and you went for the watermelon. I was Actually, like, maybe mm, we should do mm, taste mm, test mm, on mm, all those mm, vodkas. Mm, mm. And then I was like, nah, just go with what you know. Mm, yeah, it's probably a good idea. But yes, for those of you who've never joined us before on the couch. We... There's 29 other episodes, so get your ass around them. Yeah, and I just put up a list of them all as well on my Instagram. Now, we are recording two weeks in advance today like I honestly I don't know what's wrong with this we are literally this is kind of like an ADHD person's like idea of a nightmare goals. well also it's a bit of a nightmare but we're recording two weeks in advance so some of the stuff I'm going to say today is going to be out of date I'm just going to put that out there it will be out of date but um yeah we are what, what was I saying I don't even know what I was there saying. is no use by date on this conversation okay good um but yes yeah, so if you haven't joined us before 
on the couch. Um, welcome. We are very, very pleased to have you. That's what I was saying. I just put up an Instagram post, but if you were listening to this and you saw the Instagram post two weeks ago, then that's why. But it is a list of all of the uh, topics, so feel free to go have a little look on there. F Them Fish ADHD for Grown Ups is the Instagram page, and you can see all of the episodes and then try to guess what the titles mean. It is really important that we tell you that this podcast is all about our experience with my late ADHD diagnosis, and we are not in any way, shape or form. What are we not, Lachlan? Unprofessionalism. We are not professionals of the medical sense, so do not take what we say for realsies. Or anything that means that we have any kind of credence behind our own lived experience. And then we put it into words and jurds and... Basically talk shit. Talk so Lockie's been growing a beard. So can we get beard update, please? I'll stop touching it. It's so gross. Shana loved my beard. Shana did not love it. She's she just did. very polite. No, Shana she loves beards. Polite. And she asked me if I had beard oil and I said yes. And so she was like, I, threw up in my mouth. I love your beard. No, I don't believe she said the words. I love she your beard. She said the words. Look, we were recording at the time, so it's easy to check. You probably edited it out because <laughs> that's the sort of thing that you would do. <laughs> Try and shine the light off my beard and edit out all oh, the goodness. So horrible. Be one of those things where, like, you just hear Shana's voice go, Oh, look at beard. Don't it like it. No. Um, beard vom. Beard. Yeah, it's just going. It's just doing it. I brush it. Do you get sad that it's not more like dramatically different now? Like, you know, in the first week or two weeks of growing a beard, you go from kind of nothing to quite dramatic change. And then it just kind of. Do you know what I do like about it? Is that when I wake up in the morning, it's kind of like pushed to one side of my face. Oh, so gross. (laughs) It's just just lopsided on the other side of my face. And so I have to like wet it and brush it and put it back in position. That is horrible. No, it just, you know, just is what it is. And sometimes, you know, like, yeah, I get like all sorts of standy up bits on my hair. I get the same standy up bits on my beard. It's just (laughs) top of my head looks like the bottom of my head. Yeah. Yeah. It, it accentuates the greys, though. It does. I do have yep. a bit of a grey streak. It makes you look a lot older, I'll be honest. A bit of grey streak. Is that what you were going for, distinguished? Or are you trying to be a dude? I don't know. I was letting Is it, it go. just because of the fact that for the entire time we were together, I was like, there will be no beard in this house? Potentially. It could be yeah. like beard revenge. you just like, you're not the boss of me. <laughs> beard revenge. <laughs> beard revenge. It just, it just does its thing. Yeah. Holds water really well. Oh, I, I kind of regret starting beard chat because honestly, I just want to... Yeah, beard fear. I do have beard fear. I don't know why. I can appreciate on some people, if you look at like Jason Momoa, for example, looks weird without a beard. What's the difference between me and Jason Momoa? <laughs> where, where do you want what are you trying, to what are, what are you trying to say? What are you trying to say? <laughs> I'd be like, Jason, Jason, Momoa. Jason. Only British people will get that Stop reference. standing out there and letting the wind just blow casually through your hair. Put your shirt on, Jason. You can't even swim, Aquaman. Never <laughs> seen you do any dishes. This is going to be kind of old news. I did get on threads. If anybody is not is on Instagram or social media, threads is basically the new Twitter. So... There is so much tea happening. So basically, we all know Elon Musk is a bit of a dick, right? Elon Musk took over Twitter. We all know this, right? And he turns up and he basically, like, sacks everyone and totally drives Twitter into the ground after saying, hey, Twitter, I'm going to bring back free speech. I'll buy you for a ridiculously inflated price. And Twitter were like, okay. And anyway, so he's regretted his choices ever since. So he bought it. It's turned into a bin fire. It's just like a cesspool of toxic just nastiness apparently anyway so a couple of days ago mark zuckerberg who obviously runs meta that's facebook instagram whatsapp all those things i was like hey guess what everyone threads and so they had a hundred million people sign up in like the first few days are they like reels but threads no no they're Mm. like it's like twitter did you know that... So it's basically, it's all brain farts. It's just everyone going, here's a thought, here's a thought. Or what a lot of people are doing is taking really popular viral content from viral creators on Twitter and then reposting it as their own. Honestly, so much tea. But apparently what everyone's saying, because I never really went on Twitter, is that it's just really friendly. So I've been on there. I, I went on a couple of days ago and I'm like, I don't think this is a good idea. 
you're basically like, it's like, here's a new platform. Here's my ADHD brain. There's a race basically for people to just say stuff. Like, I didn't need that invitation. Did you know that Musk has challenged Zuckerberg to a fight? It's, over, a it's over threads. Yeah, oh, that's because of threads. threads. Yeah, that's what it. That's why it all started because of threads. Oh, I wonder if he called it threads because you pull on one of them and it just keeps coming and coming. Like when you pull a thread out of your jumper or whatnot. Maybe, maybe, maybe he was thinking about his eyebrows at the time. Patap, patap, pataps, pataps. I mean, it's easy for you to say, isn't it? Perhaps. Yep. He was yeah. thinking about his eyebrow threadiness. Yeah. So it's quite funny because you have people who like that people are ripping the shit out of people on Instagram. So you've got um, on the actual threads account. It is quite funny. It's got you the have most... to have like an actual threads account. So it's a whole new thing. Yeah. But you join it through Instagram. The, I, I just want to show you the um, the logo. Right. So it's like um, it's like a, a squiggle, but it's like an A then inside a C. So it's almost like a bit like, you know, like an at sign type of, but it's a bit different. When you pull it down to refresh, look what happens. Oh, it spins. It's so swishy. Um, I love it. Um, yeah, so it's really good. Did you um, ever have Mr. Squiggle when you were growing up? Mr. Squiggle? The man from the moon. It sounds familiar. It's but I'm th- as soon as you said the man from the moon, all I can think of now is button moon. It's the weirdest thing now that I just, when you said squiggle and it just took me back to Mr. Squiggle. He was, you know, he was a puppet, but he had a pencil nose and he used to just draw with his nose. Oh, yes. And there was like an angry blackboard. They used to yell at him. Yeah, I do kind of remember. I don't think I ever really watched it. So, but yeah, um... But uh, people are saying like, so Meta keeps saying they're going to keep adding features to threads, but I like it just the way it is. Sometimes less is more, guys. Don't fuck it up. Well, you know, <laughs> you know, Zuckerberg is listening right now. So yeah. Hi. How you doing? He can hear you through your phone. He can. And through the fact that this will be, you know, out on some other form of, I mean, he's Meta, right? So he's got the whole world, apparently. He just probably has things every time he hears his name, it like zooms in on whatever's been said. Zuckerberg. True. I mean, it's not as if you can get it. Mixed up with fuck, fuckerberg. <laughs> it's not Friday night. That's not what I was meaning of to Luck, say. Luckerberg. Um, but yeah, people just put things on like Sambuka is a prick. Pass it on. <laughs> I never understood it. I'm not one for the technologies. No, I know. I still carry a wallet. Inside my wallet is my things for everything, mm-hmm. including probably various business cards that I collected in 20. 20- 12 and a coffee card that's been stamped once from they that probably don't exist anymore what about um like all the keys you have plenty of keys you never know when they're going to come in handy but you don't even know what they're for when the zombie apocalypse comes they'll come in useful yeah so here is a thing right there is a very large star or planet or whatever it is over canberra and I'm sure over other places, but, you know, we can really see it over Canberra. And over the last couple of months, it has got bigger and bigger and bigger to the point it's huge. I've Googled and I'm like, what is it? I mean, are we actually Aliens. living in the end times? Aliens. Are we living in the end times? Though? I'll be at Bunnings. I'll be all right. Yeah, you can go to Bunnings. I want to die instantly in the first wave, along with, you know, everybody else that, uh, you know, also wants to Just go having the first visions wave. of you being... Knowing the impending doom, like on Independence Day when all those people are standing on top of the tower because you think you're going to welcome them, but you're just like, nah, they're going to zap us first, so I'm just going to stand here. Yes. And be like, zap me that first. That is a bloody great idea. I everyone should do else, that. Everyone else is like, hey, welcome. And you're like, nah, they're going to zap us. No, nah. no. Nah. Uh, why does anybody want to survive? I don't know why people would want to survive. Have you seen? Anyway, we've done this before. I'm not going to go over it again, but seriously, die in the first wave. I've got the same size ears as Will Smith. I'm surviving. That is probably a good point. See? I was this this old when I um, basically found out where the word alphabet comes from. Do you know where the word alphabet comes from? Um, yes, I do. How do you know? Is that because you saw my post I put up yep, the other day about it? Yeah, it was a thread. Mm-hmm. For those of you who don't know, the word alphabet is named after the first two characters, alpha and Beta, beta, however you pronounce it, I don't know. Alphabet. I cannot believe how flipping obvious that is and how I didn't ever, I never put that together. 
What's your meme? What you mean? 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 What's your meme? What you mean? What you mean? What you mean? What you mean? What have you got? Look at me. I'm chillaxing. I know we're doing nothing today, but I'd really like to plan it out and put together a timeline. Yep, I, I actually feel that one a little bit. I feel like this is a bit of a resonator. I'm sorry I got mad. I couldn't decide how to do my hair today. <laughs> I mean, I feel that one. Um, another one, ADHD brains are fast, but the steering is difficult and the brakes are lousy. Well, fair. Oh, this one is funny. I really like this one. It's a picture of the Scooby-Doo gang. Um, have a look. I'll post it up, but it's basically all their... Basically all their each other? Yeah, all the characters from uh, Scooby-Doo and they're all searching for something and it's got me and the ADHD gang trying to find the keys that are in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> they should invent a key finder. Well, there is. There's those Apple things. I want one. What are they called? Those Apple tags. Tag tag. Tag thingo. Apple tag thingo. Okay, here's one. And this one, yes. How the fuck do people have hundreds of texts they haven't read? I literally have an aneurysm if I have one notification on my phone. How the hell do you live your life like that? And I cannot say how much of a stereotype for ADHD I do not have in regards to this. I do not have a single unread notification on any app on my phone. It gives me the worst anxiety. As soon as there's a, a number, it's done. All right, you got any more? No. I got one more. Um, You're not recording. Oh, I am. Are you? Yeah. You are recording. You mm. should probably do it. Me at 3 a.m. imagining how I would do CPR on a giraffe instead of sleeping. <laughs> You're running back and forth real quick. It's literally the person, an animation of a person CPR in a giraffe. Although I did hear you're not meant to do one of those actions anymore, are you? Oh, uh, it's just so they just say basically there's no point doing breaths. Yeah, breathing's overrated. Yeah, so you just do the chest compressions. Breathing and I think help. I think they've changed the song. I don't think it's ah 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 staying alive, staying alive. Because I don't think if it's it was that a giraffe, anymore. You'd have to get a different song. Why? Because we're running back and forth. Oh, okay, yeah. No, but I don't think they do that anymore because I think that one was ended up being too slow. There's another one now. I can't remember what it is. I think it's a Queen song. WAP. I don't think it's WAP. No. <laughs> Could you? <laughs> Stick it, pump it, get your heart beating to my... Oh, man. <laughs> Someone needs to do that now. Oh, my God. I've had to CPR multiple people. And, oh, that sounds serious. If, um, we, have any, work. if we have any medical professionals out there that save lives, can you try and do it to the WAP, please? Yeah. <laughs> and if people don't know WAP, it is a, oh, it's Megan the Stallion is the name of the singer, right? Megan the Stallion. No. It's not Megan the Stallion. Who's Megan the Stallion? I'm sure. Oh, God. Hang on a second. Talk amongst yourselves. It, it is. Oh, it's Cardi B featuring Megan the Stallion. It's the, not the. It's the. The Megan is T H E. The. This is T H E E. The. No. <laughs> Megan the Stallion. I think we're very old. Megan Thee. <laughs> it's Megan the Stallion. Why is it T H E E? She's the Stallion. <laughs> Megan Joven Ruth Pete. Megan um, Thee. So lyrics. Whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. Hold up. Yeah. Yeah, you can do that pumping. You could do that. Reviving someone? Um, I haven't actually... I mean, I know the lyrics, right? I know the general lyrics about being wet-ass pussy and stuff, right? I just don't like that word. I think it's horrible. Um, but when you, actually, when you actually look at... I knew, the about, I knew the bit about want you to park that Big Mac truck right in this little garage, make it cream, make me scream out in public, make scene. But 
there's some other lyrics that are a lot more graphic. Well, but if you pull apart any song from Make history... Make that pull out to game the week. I mean, I, mean, I don't know. Are we talking safe sex here? Any song from history, there's always something there. It's like those. there's a lot of memes out there now. Bring that, a bucket of mop for this. There's like heaps of yeah. memes out there now which are um, understanding the lyrics to that song from the 90s. Oh, so many of them. And there's heaps, but you just didn't well, cotton onto them at the pepper, time. Salt and pepper are a classic, right? Let's talk about sex, baby. Oh, Let's that's cutting edge you. stuff. No, but like what it goes into, like... <laughs> Push it. Here I go, here I go, here <sighs> I go again. My weakness, man. Anyway, um, so there's all sorts of... And some of those, I mean, some of the flipping... I actually heard one the other day. Keep talking. It's very hard when you're there just looking at your phone. Shall I put the music back on again? No one knows. Music? No one knows I was looking at my phone. Oh. You could so have finished anyway, the sentence. Um, but yeah, there's loads of lyrics out there that were quite filthy that when you listen to them now, you're like, oh, okay, well, so we put a little bit of a pop ditty over the top of it and we thought it was okay, but it's not. Oh, it's, yeah, I was watching this thing the other day. It was like songs that had lyrics that you misheard as like a teenager. Mm-hmm. And like there was the whole Uncle Cracker with Follow Me, which is, you know, sounds quite, it, it was just like this random. You're on about follow me. Follow me, follow me. No, Uncle Cracker. That's what I was thinking. It was like, follow me, everything is all right. Oh, that's I'll song. be the one to tuck you in at night. And, and if, if you want to leave, yeah, but think about I that. I'll be the one to tuck you, you in at night. Nobody else like me. I'll be the one to tuck you in at night. And if you want to leave, I can guarantee you won't find nobody else like me. Um, that seems it, pretty innocent. Um, but it's, like, it's like, fine, you go, you leave, but just know that you won't find anyone like I'm me. I'm not worried about the ring you wear because as long as no one knows, then nobody can care. Clearly, Uncle Cracker Shag and a married woman. Married person, yeah. Or it could be a married man, for all I know. Married person, Could be anyone. Yep. See, it was all kind of, you know. Oh, yeah, well, look at Sting. Every breath you take. Every move you make, I'll be watching you. Through the windows. To the wall. To the window, to the to wall. To the sweat drop down my balls. <laughs> <laughs> Bless. Oh, dear. See, actually, Let's Talk About Sex was actually a very sex-positive song and it was all about talk about it so that people know what's safe. That's what Let's Talk About Sex was all about. Just talk about sex and just make it less of a taboo subject. Girl, I want to make you sweat. Girl, sweat I want to make sweat you no sweat. More. And if you sweat cry out, you can't sweat no more. I'm going to push it some more. Yeah, fucking filthy. We knew that was filthy at the time, though. You know? Yeah, it's pretty gross. There's all, there's all sorts. But, you know, there's all these things that we just, you know, sang and we're just innocent. We didn't realise it. and now No, we were innocent. Yeah. The people who were our age back then were going, this is fucking filthy. In the same way we're saying it. What the difference is, we are old now. Is it just something that happens when you turn 40? We is old. Now, I think 40, we, we matured late. I think other people, it happens when they turn 30. I have an itchy ear. It's because your stupid beard. My beard's not attached to my ear. <laughs> Except it actually is, though. Literally, it's that's not. where your beard goes to, is your ear. They don't come out of your ears. How many beards have you grown? But it goes up to your ear. It doesn't come out of your ear. Just so you know, if your beard comes out of your ear, you've got problems. You have ear hair. I have one strand that I regularly <laughs> remove. Since I breached 35, I have one grey nostril hair and I have one ear hair. You've had that one ear hair since long before you were 35. Alrighty, so what are we talking about today? Intuition. Intuition tells Which just me. makes me want to go because anytime you hear intuition... It's my intuition. Did I get rid of it? No, I didn't. To lose this inhibition, follow your intuition. Ah, oh, except you got For that your inner completely soul and wrong. Break away from tradition. Well, I'm sorry. I'm oh, not. you've got to get the cadence. Let's get it started. Let's get it started in here. Let's get it started. See, got it. It's black eyed peas. It's black eyed peas. So this whole thing around intuition. Intuition and ADHD. Do you believe that... Do you believe 
Rapunzel. Somewhere, somewhere, Andrew is turning in his chair. Over the rainbow. Because he hates all this. He had such a such a bad time listening to these things happen. I, I know. When I went back and edited it, I thought it had been a lot more chaotic than it was. I, I was quite surprised. I, I barely edited. I don't think he could figure out just how it happens. <laughs> like, why does it just happen? <laughs> yes, intuition. Yeah. Do you believe... In la- Sorry. I'd like to say it's like a, a study or the theory, but it's not really. I just looked it up on my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, in the concept of ADHDs feeling um, something a lot more strongly because of the way your brains work, left, right, left brain, right brain, brain, left brain, right brain. And so you have a little bit more of a in-tuneness to your intuition, like feeling like something is happening or something is not quite right before it actually happens. So this kind of follows on a little bit from our lying episode, which was episode 26. Uh, No, sorry, episode 27 with Shana, which was the lying episode and about how we can always tell when someone's lying because it's that sixth sense. It's your intuition. But when you actually look at it more deeply, it's because, and it's not just ADHD, as I believe this is also for um, other forms of neurodivergence, but we're very good at pattern recognition. So there's the very, very small tells that people make. Now, you know, because I obviously um, used to do the whole body language thing which is a very inexact science. However, when you are looking for those sorts of things, you can see the almost imperceptible things that people do with their face, with their body, their breathing changes. You know, like there is so many minute things. And I think it's because people with ADHD, we are so trained to highly regulate what we do with regards to icons out, with regards to how it, how overactive we are with regards to you know like the way we move so that we are not being too much or not being too much so we're so used to analyzing everything and it's the way you hold your head it's the way that your eyes you know like how wide your eyes are it can be all those really minute little things we're so used to analyzing them in ourselves and assessing other people to see what they do I used to do it all the time where I used to be like everybody likes that person what do they do and I used to mimic all of their different characteristics and so when you're so used to doing that and you're looking at it with like just this forensic level scrutiny that you don't switch that off and so you get very very good at seeing when people are lying or something's happening and you can read and it's not not just people you pick up on the feel of a room and if the feel of that room changes, you can tell something's about to happen. Um, isn't that funny, though, that you can have that intuition or that gut feeling or that thing that kind of stands out that you just go, I know something's not quite right here. And yet your brain, the opposite side of your brain can go off on a tangent and just walk into a room and be like, everyone in here is talking about me. And then just overanalyze that and get lost in that rabbit hole of feeling that rejection sensitivity. Like yeah. it's the two the two sides of the coin, I guess, of that intuition is that it can be very misleading, but then very... What's opposite to misleading? Is it just leading? I imagine so, yeah. <laughs> I think it would be, yeah. Andrew would know. Because that's I just I literally just thought about that then. Because if you walk into a room and you can just feel the vibe of something's not quite right. Yeah. However, you could also walk into a room and be like, everyone here is judging me. Yeah, I mean, there is that. That, that definitely is a thing. But, you know, I think... A lot of ADHD is, and, and there is somebody I'm looking to talk to, and, I, and I've talked about this before, as soon as I can flip and just make some time to get my, to be able to record with somebody who's in a different physical location to us, I just need to actually, you know, maybe have a co-host who will help me figure that out. But the, like the, a lot of ADHD is, um, talk about in, in some parts, certainly of the internet, people I've spoken to, oh, hello, Cable, where they talk about, beyond just those very you know the forensic kind of body language or all those sorts of things but there is also that intuition which is much more imperceptible it is that sixth sense you know and a lot of ADHDs do tend to talk about things like um spirituality is you know for what I'm trying to find an umbrella term here but whether it is crystals or candles or tarot cards or you know like 
all of those types of things or just believing in rituals there's a lot of rituals people with ADHD have you know like I need to press this in a certain order and I know this again I mean there's lots of comorbidities that's not what I'm talking about here some of this might sound a little bit reminiscent of say um autistic rituals or obsessive compulsive disorder um rituals I'm not talking that um because I don't know those things, so I can't talk of those things. But a lot of ADHDers, and myself included, will have very specific things I do in specific orders, you know, and it's a little bit like superstition. And I think that there are, you know, I think some of that comes, I don't know chicken or egg here, but because of the fact that we're used to having this gut feeling, our gut tells us things. And whenever I don't listen to my gut, 100% of the time, things don't go the way I want them to. What came first, the chicken or the egg? Why don't people ever talk about the rooster? Um, so there's an alignment when you're talking about crystals and chakras. There's this an alignment that um, they say that most, or you know, I don't know what. There's there's no scientific backing behind this, but there was an article that said most ADHDs, which would probably just be a sum of, um, align themselves to the indigo aura. I have never heard this before. I want no. to know. I immediately want to know more, though. Well, the indigo aura is all about. Let me just refer to my phone because I'm not a professional. Mm-hmm. Um, the wisdom and intuition, inner awareness of spirituality, and allows for deep focus during meditation. Which is funny because you can't sit still for a minute. So, the idea of you doing um, any kind of deep focus meditation just. I don't understand how you would do that. but No, hey, I hate meditation. Meditation makes me intensely uneasy. The indigo aura gives about an ability for planning the future and brings about a love of rituals. Oh, we just talked about rituals. Mm. Wow. Rituals are, rituals it's almost are like really you knew important. I was going to read I this with didn't. your intuition. I actually didn't. Oh, <laughs> lols. Um, I didn't know you were going to read that. But, you know, it is interesting because I don't know that there'd be many ADHDs who would necessarily associate with that. Maybe we need someone who is there any ADHD um, crystal enthusiasts? Well, I, I mean, I, I not you. We want to talk to someone on the couch. So somebody who's actually, but we want to get Jesse on, right? Who is going to do my birth chart? That's why I need to get this remote thing sorted. Does she have an indigo aura? There's a whole bunch of if you're going to look at chakras and things, a whole bunch of colours to. Um, to people and so yes the indigo is the curious one so that's why i guess they say that most adhds would have the indigo aura oh because we're from the curiosity perspective, the curiosity perspective i had to look it up because i was like also there's something i don't know so what is it because also the other thing i was looking at was um fortune telling and and those kind of people whether there's there's a, a a link between higher brain function and the ability. And part of it is, in the article that I was reading, is part of it is if there's a whole lot of noise, ADHDs can focus on a thing or they can focus on all the things. And so it's the ability to be able to switch between the topics that you're actually hearing or wanting to hear. And that's where I kind of went down the uh, rabbit hole of indigo auras. Okay. Well, look, I think most of us with ADHD know that we think a bit differently. Because I kind of wondered um, on that note was do you ever have huge or strong feelings or more than strong feelings of deja vu? Oh, my God. For realsies, all the time to the point where I was like, have I got a fucking brain tumour? So is it deja vu that I have asked you this question before? No, this Mm. isn't a deja vu moment. What I do find is that the more I am living authentically and I'm connecting in with those, you know, and I'm not shutting down things like my love of all things kind of mystical for want of a better word um my deja vu increases significantly the more i'm connected in with that if i shut stuff down and i just you know i'm like no no i don't have this in my life i'm a grown-up now for god's sake um then the deja vu goes off but i also find i'm not as happy i don't know it's weird the deja vu like, thing is interesting. At, it is. And I'm looking at my um, my bookcase up there and I've got those two top shelves up there. I've got things like um, uh, Fingerprints of the Gods, Chariots of the Gods. I've got The God Delusion by Richard Dawkins. I've got The Druids. I've got Healing. Oh, hang on a sec. What does that one say? Turning to the Source. I've got all the Paolo Coelho ones. 13th Step, The Way of the Warrior. 
Oh, OMG Chronicles. I've got Big Bang. Oh, so many things. I've got lots of Eckhart Tolle. Um, lots of, you know, like those, I guess, spiritual type of books um, that are up there. And it's always been something I've been really fascinated by. I think, I wonder if... So like previously when we talked about like being kicked out of brownies and stuff like that and being kicked out of um, Sunday school for, you know, just wanting to know why, I think I've always kind of thought how could the knowledge we have as humans possibly be the only knowledge there is to have? And when you then look at that, you know, that's, we always think of knowledge within our own perspective. So with mine, it would be a very white British kind of knowledge, education system, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But even if you just look at a global context, you know, we don't know shit. We don't know anything when you compare to like, um, you know, Buddhist knowledge or Hinduism or, you know, like Muslim, you know, like there's so many different knowledges. And then you look back at like ancient history and stuff and you look at the Mayans and the Aztecs and the Incas and the ancient Britons and the ancient Greeks, you know, like there's so much stuff. So I think I've always looked at knowledge and learning and, and like spirituality or whatever and gone, well, you know, seems a bit ridiculous of us to think that we know all the things there are to know. Have you got the book up there by the wisest um, spiritual man of all, Tupac Shakur? No, I do not. Which says, only God can judge me? No, no I do not. You should I have that have to your collection. I do have the Mysteries of the Crystal Skulls, that's a good one. Oh, Redu- Indiana Jones found that. Return of the Children of Light. I'm just looking at them all now. The I do Tenth believe. Insight, Celestine Prophecies, yeah, I've got all of them. I do believe yeah. Indiana Jones. Complete Conversations with God by Neil Donald Walsh. Found the Crystal Skull. No, that was so disappointing. I was so excited about that movie and it was dreadful. Um, Do you hear that, Harrison? Yeah, exactly. Just you like 2012. That was another one that was disappointing. Disappointing. Yeah. Ruined it. But so when you're talking intuition, you are talking, you mean like the sixth sense thing? Yeah, like just the gut feeling and understanding that and recognising, um, you know, it's just it's just more the in you are or ADHD as are, or neurodivergent people are, mm-hmm. to being able to recognise a situation and understand that their gut feeling is not just a warning signal but also mm. something that needs to be listened to. Yeah, well, I think it comes down to that hyper-awareness that we have, you know, that hyper-awareness of everybody's body language, not just what they're saying or how they're saying it. So it goes beyond that. So you have hyper-awareness of all of the people who are present And then you have hyper-awareness of the actual environment as well. So I think if you look at it scientifically, I'm sure somebody much smarter than me would be able to pull it all apart and say, well, actually, from a neurological perspective, from a scientific perspective, here's all the things that are happening and it's all entirely explainable. You can pull it all apart. And yes, it's quite amazing, but it's all scientifically explainable. But then, you know, there's the other part that you just go, and is it, you know, angels? Is it spirit guides is it do you know what i mean like i i and i i certainly take the thing i don't know i have no idea Por qué no los dos? well it's it's that thing like you know it means something to each individual and, and their understanding and the way they're in tune with something it's a bit like you know with me being indigenous and feeling connected to certain parts of country or being able to just um feel a lot more comfortable around certain situations mm-hmm. or you know certain you know i love i love putting my feet in the ocean the ocean feels nice, um, you know, and there's, there's certain memories and things that I um, I hold about, you know, moments in time that I haven't been in. Like it's the way I connect to thoughts and stories of my grandmother when I know that I wasn't there and I didn't hear those things but it's just the way that I connect to certain things. Yeah. Um, and I guess that's that sort of thing which I kind of – I wish I put a little bit more um, – researching the deja vu stuff because I think that might be an interesting interesting side topic um just going down that connection of and it is it's the left brain right brain kind of focus the way that it connects and the way it um deciphers what we are meant to be thinking about or focusing on and what it communicates back to ourselves it's an interesting one it would be good to have somebody in to talk about it a lot more than just our basic musings and, you know, like we're just having a little bit of a like. Here's Surely some there's someone out there listening about. who loves all things 
auras and crystals and chakras and can give some fun so advice. So is it, it, is it specifically then that kind of spiritual side no, of No, I'd like to know a bit more about that though. Like now that you've mentioned it and then I randomly clicked on the thing that went down the line of auras, Yeah, I'd like to know a bit more from that perspective as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but more so, you know, in this instance and I suppose in certain um, job roles, yeah. I guess that intuition would play in quite a bit like if, you know, if you were a police Sherlock, officer. Sherlock Holmes. A police officer, bet like I used to bet be. Bet Sherlock Holmes has a little bit of intuition. There were, I have to say, as a police officer, my intuition was I used it all the time. It was finely tuned. It didn't work. I went to scratch my back and went the wrong way. It was finely tuned and highly effective at picking up when a situation was about to turn. Is that so, like more so around the fact that when you were police officeressing in England, all you had was your baton and so you had to have a bit more of a fine-tuned intuition? Well, there you go. That's what I mean, you see. Like a lot of these things could probably be pulled apart from a behavioural perspective or from a neuropsychology perspective. Um, there was a difference between policing in Australia and policing in England. In Australia, the policing police college, uh, sorry, in England at the police college, it was like, your mouth is your biggest weapon, you know, you police by consent. These were the things I remember being told, you know, like it was all about de-escalation. And the Australian Academy, there just didn't seem to be as much focus on that. Um, but they have guns in Australia. In England, we don't have guns, you know, so there could be all those sorts of things involved. Um, but kind of know. The concept of intuition, though, and, you know, or is there... It also comes down to, I suppose, you know, the line of work. Like we talked to Dr. Dye and she loves the research and just working out biology and the way things work and tick and all those sort of things. Mm -hmm. And so she has that strong focus on that research and and getting to know things. But also I wonder if there are like certain job roles out there that align better to, and, you know, it's it's a spectrum of, you know, all things where people have, I guess, different... um, elements of the way their neurodiversity affects them but whether it kind of more often than not people fall into certain job roles because of potentially and look i really think there is something to it right so many many times throughout history we have thought things were magic and you know there's a wonderful quote and i don't i would not have a clue i'd have to google on who it would be you know like who who made the quote but magic is just science we don't understand yet you know what i mean i don't think it was two part (laughs) but you know like it's it goes back to what i was saying we're we're bonkers if we think that the own the way that we understand the way our brains work at the moment is the end of the story in another 10 years there'll be another major discovery within the next 50 years oops bang i was very emphatic there within the next 50 years there's going to be more major discoveries about how the brains work and you know all of that subliminal processing, and maybe that's it with ADHD, is we process things so fast that we do all our subliminal processing just as fast. So we're reading all those invisible or really minute cues, and that's what our intuition is. Like neuroscience, I am absolutely sure, would see that intuition is just being better tuned into the signals your brain is sending you on those subliminal levels. I am sure there would be that from a neuroscience perspective. Whereas people who maybe are like, they don't think in neuroscience, well, hey, they don't have any experience with that. I don't really, you know, like we go, go, okay, cool. But also this is kind of magic-like, you know, and and do, I don't know. Part of me wants to do it. So I got two trains of thought. Mm -hmm. First one being, was Merlin actually a wizard or? A neuroscientist? Was he just neurodivergent? Which then made me think of the other thing. And the way he's always portrayed, he has to have had ADHD, right? Are every nursery rhyme or those kid fairy tale stories ever with like, you know, there's always a bad queen or someone that's doing something wrong and you've got all the kings and princes and all they're all the good people. Are they just neurodivergent people versus neurotypical people? Usually they're just women or people of colour, or other minorities. If you look at all of those nursery rhymes and baddies and and things like that, it all depends on what culture the nursery rhyme belongs to as to who the bad people are. 
right? So um, I know we've got a massive bloody side quest here, but I, I, I feel very passionately about history and history being in the eye of the conqueror as it were your history is retold by the vi- history is told by the victor again another famous quote the gonna need the tiger. to oh why would you say that oh my goodness no i'm not doing it i'm not doing it i'm not doing it do do the um do, do the katie do, version do, do, no stop oh, do the katie what? version no, no, i've got both of them battling in my head oh right, this is it's, it's like a, a i had a, a really mix, good point i was about up. to make there and Me you too. ruined it so do you feel like a plastic bag <laughs> Anyway, um, it's often women. If you look at the witches in fairy tales, they're often like women who had no children or weren't married. They were independent women and that went against society's norms and they were a threat to, you know, like societal structures. Miss Independent! Yes, but that I have lots and lots of thoughts about that. It's like um, when you look at... um, Oh, there's so many. Beware the Jabberwocky, right? Things like the Jabberwocky. Think about, like, you know, all of... What's a Jabberwocky? Okay, well, that's a thing for you to Google another time. But it's like their stories and things. All of these stories, when you look at many, many cultures and they have... We all have stories about, oh, don't go near there because, you know... Oh, British. Okay, here's a good one. I'll go from my, my cultural background so I don't inadvertently get something wrong. So in the UK... There used to be a thing, you never cross on the stairs. I grew up, you never cross on the stairs. If somebody wants to come up the stairs as you're about to go down them, one of you waits. You never cross on the stairs, right? Now, it becomes a superstition thing, but actually what it's about is the fact that back in the day where the stairs were always really narrow, like, I mean, I'm saying Victorian, it's probably long before then, we'll have to fact check my dates, People used to just stab the shit out of you and rob you in the narrowness of the stairs. So you don't cross on the stairs because it's dangerous because you'll get stabbed and robbed. You know, whereas it becomes an unlucky thing. All the things that you would have um, that are unlucky in quotation marks generally come from it's just not safe, you know. Um, yes, I've been to a few castles in ye olde UK. And I wasn't on about in castles. I was thinking more about like pre-industrial. No, but, but when you thought, when you said stairs, and then I thought about, I wonder what the building code was back was for back then, because the s- steps were quite narrow, uh-huh. and the stairwells were quite narrow, and so their feet must have been quite small. Yeah. Well, also there, there's been a lot of wear over <laughs> over the centuries, I guess. And how do you run up and down those things in armor? Yeah, with difficulty. So what other superstitions are there? I know that there's some, and I remember reading it, but, oh, don't go near the that lake. You know, there's a monster that lives in that lake. Loch Ness. There were Loch Ness, yes, but that's not where it was from. But they, they have a lot of them, like in different um, parts of the world and stuff, where they're like, oh, and that lake over there. And it's because you don't want your kids going near the lakes. They'll fall in and drown. So you tell them not to go near the lakes, there's a monster that will take them. You know, but yeah, you know, it's things like this. Like there's some, I want to go study anthropology. I just love people. Um, and I love rituals and I love like the different customs that people build up. But and again, no, we've gone on a massive side quest. But these things are based on safety. That's what it all comes down to. Yeah, but someone had to think of it too, didn't they? Or in, in those lessons, someone had to come up with that um, in, in some cases, some of those stories. Uh-huh. Some of them are probably things that actually happened and they became... That they like, didn't like, understand. Like, like, and they became a warning thing. But someone had to come up and, and think of that. Well, look and at eclipses. The eclipse was considered, like whenever eclipse used to happen, like solar eclipse, and things would go, like the day would go dark and, you know, Nostradamus would predict an eclipse or... You shouldn't look at an eclipse because you're predict. staring at the sun. Yeah, such Unless and such Unless it's would... a total eclipse of the heart. Somebody would predict a an eclipse and it'd be a time of great evil and bad things would happen. It's just an eclipse. You know what I mean? But we didn't understand them back then. Do you know what's a weird word? Eclipse. One of the articles I'm looking at here, and it's on a thing called simplywellbeing.com. I've never looked at this website before. I just quickly Googled while we were chatting, right? So I wanted to, when I started thinking about the neuroscience, I I just started Googling. But... I think there's things here where it says there's a great deal of experimental evidence to confirm the fact that mental processing takes place in parallel, subconscious, in parallel, subconsciously throughout the brain. Many people can recall a time when they were driving a car and found themselves at the destination without being conscious of driving there. 
You that, know, so that's some of the weirdest feelings. Yeah, and I, I don't want to do that. I mean, almost well, definitely a couple of times but a week. Like but you get home and you don't realize. Yeah. Like you don't remember doing yep. anything. Yep. And there's so many things we don't understand. And how much of that is the brain is amazing, that why shouldn't there be, in inverted commas, magic? You know, I'm Welsh. We believe in magic, the end. Like, come for me, I don't care. But, you know, why wouldn't there be that? But then equally there is like, yes, but magic is just stuff we don't necessarily understand yet. You know, so I I don't know. I don't have a strong thought or opinion on either. I would not be at all surprised if... In the next however many years, someone invents a machine that does a thing that can pick up these brainwaves we didn't know about, which do actually affect things. There's um there's a whole phenomenon about if you observe something. Something like a phenomenon. Oh, see, I go phenomenon. Do 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 do. Phenomenon. Do 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 do. Phenomenon. You're gonna have that in your head all day. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, but yeah, like there. No, I don't. Oh my God, who's got ADHD here? You. Um, but there's a phenomenon that if you observe something, it changes the way that thing behaves. So you know that whole a watched pot never boils type of thing. It is actually measurable that when you observe something. There is, and it's often really, really minute, and you can only see it if it's being measured with very precise instruments. But when you're observing something, it behaves differently. And we certainly know in psychology and all those things that when you are, if, if, if people know they're being observed, they behave differently. But, you know, like when there, there is just the observer effect that the, the mere act of observing something changes it. And so, you know, when we talk about intuition, I think there are all these things that go into it that, some very smart people understand and know about and they can say yes and there's this and that's that and that's the other and you know like there are all these things that we would be like that's just kind of quackery but it's actually like a form of science potentially you know so could very well be yeah i think i do think with adhd we are potentially more used to more practiced better for want of a better word at being aware of those things that maybe neurotypical people aren't aware of in the same way. Perhaps that's the intuition. Perhaps that is the intuition. Or maybe we're all just witches, motherfuckers. What's the what's the men version of witches? Warlocks, wizards? Are they warlocks? Well, it depends. It depends on your culture. But again, right, okay, so what I I want to go back to my side quest about history being in the eye, you know, being told by the victor, because Women. I have many, many, many thoughts about female historical figures who are, whenever there was a female in power, they get, they become an evil. They're like evil incarnate. This um, sounds like we're going to have a lesson in herstory. Herstory, exactly that. Um, but look at like, okay, let's talk about Morgana Le Fay. We don't, nobody talks about Is her Is that enough. her last name? Morgana Le Fay, yeah. Um, so Morgana of the Fairies, basically. I just, oh, I just thought she was like Beyonce, Oprah, Morgana. Morgana, yeah. So, um, but like you know, the this telling of, and so for anybody who doesn't know who Morgana is, it's from Arthurian legends. Again, I'm Welsh. It's history, whatever. Um, but you know, you have King Arthur, and he's this valiant, noble guy. Merlin, he's kind of amazing, the greatest wizard ever. You have Guinevere, who allegedly was, you know apart from shagging Lance, um, Lancelot, like she was like the model of virtue basically and she was everything a woman's supposed to be and so she can she can be good but then actually she ended up with Lancelot and so it cuckolded Arthur and, you know, blah, 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 whatever. Um, and Morgana is often portrayed as like Arthur's stepsister who was evil and a witch and basically is the source of anything bad that happened and the real source of the downfall and Mordred was her son who ended up killing Arthur, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? But now, for just by the way, if anyone who doesn't know me, this is my special interest topic. The end. Um, who was Mordred's dad then? Well, all sorts of tea around that. I can't even. It was Arthur, wasn't it? 
potentially. Had to be Arthur. The way the story goes, had to be Arthur. But yeah, so, um, but Morgana's always portrayed as being an evil witch character, but she's not always. There are some other retellings, um, one I might be writing, whatever, um, about that that not being the case. But she literally is just suffering the um, the usual women in history get, turned into evil bitches like that that's what happens and you look at anybody and there will be people who did bad things like women who did bad things but no more so than the men in power who did bad things but look at like okay easy um really recent history name like name a woman who has been a prime minister in any country who hasn't suddenly become or a premier or you know anything like that who hasn't been vilified so horrendously but any woman who has ever had a position of power anywhere in history when they're retold bearing in mind that that retelling is usually by a colonialist male perspective you know you kind of you know, women become evil. It takes the shine away from the good things they did and only focuses on the retelling of the story, which is quite often a little bit um, grim. Oh, yeah. Well, dreadful things happen to those women usually as well. So mm. much more so than um, happen to men who get deposed in similar situations. But anyway, on that note, do we have a taste test? We do. Now, do you just want lucky dip? Lucky dip. Do you want lucky dip? It's not called a lucky dip. Do you want me to just reach into my bag of tricks here and just grab whatever comes Is out? Is there going to be Russell's? Probably. You know, I, I said, mean, do you no, want well, bowls to put them into? No. Well, the thing is, there is no Russell in my bag. I've got a very tiny backpack and no Russell can fit in there. Is anyone even called Russell anymore? I don't know. Russell is a funny name, isn't it? Oh, it's someone's name. But is there any Russell's Russell left Brand. out there? Russell Brand. Katy Perry knows all about Russell. I wonder if he feels like a plastic bag. Now, Lucky Dip? Yeah. All right. Am I going to vom? Probably. Well, I, I, mean, almost, I know there won't be any meat involved. I will precursor. Or I stood. So we've got this really cool shop just down the road, which has lots of fancy yeah, snacks. we've talked about it before, the Bruce Convenience Store. However. Did you get fruit tingles? Did you check for fruit tingles? No. Damn it. I almost got your lollipop with a scorpion inside. If you had even thought about <laughs> I swear to God. I but see then them I thought, every time but and then I'm I thought like, all you do, it'd just, it'd just be like lollipop and then you'd just be like, yeah, this is lovely and then you just stop doing it when you got close to the No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't, even, I wouldn't even lick it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I it was, was lick or suck. <laughs> I was going to go, gonna, go lucky dip, but I, I want to finish on the, on the high side. And so we'll start with these ones. Oh, my God. Hot tamales. Fierce cinnamon. Okay. It's America's number one cinnamon-flavoured candy. Well, because nobody else is making any. Because who wants cinnamon-flavoured bloody candy? I don't know whether by hot tamales it's just the name of it or whether they're actually hot. Well, if it's cinnamon, chances are they're going to be quite flipping hot. So here's two for you. Oh, not even two. Yeah, just bang them both in. Ooh, the the, no, I'm going to do two because the last snacks we had were like not even sour. <laughs> Your eyes just opened. I'm going to throw two in. I wouldn't do I'm gonna two. I'm going to go two. Don't do What's the worst thing I can do? Poop my pants. <laughs> Nothing's happening yet. you got to chew them. Go chew them. It's very cinnamony. Oh, oh there is a kick. Mm-hmm. I'm confused. It's kind of like a spicy donut. Hmm. I'm confused. Mind Andrew, do you want to try some hot tamales? <laughs> there is a tingle on the tongue. Yep. All right, what's next? All right. So We went, should send some of those to Kitty Flanagan. So I went down the... Um, do it. the oh, it's an open pack. I don't think we can send an open pack. I went down the line of what I failed on last week. And I'll keep going. Sour. Till, yeah. And I'll keep going until I find a good one. These are called More Sour Power Sour Jacks. Mouth puckering candy. Mm. Oh. It's a packet within a packet. Your favourite thing. All right. What one do you want to do? Red one. All right, I'll go green. The new rule has to be don't buy anything with the word sour on it. Well, I almost went for um, warheads. Oh, they're tasty. Because they used to be good warheads. But um, it said that it was That's like, a really nice cherry flavour. It said it was sour and sweet. And so I didn't get the warheads because I was like, when were they ever sour and sweet? Mm. Um, yeah, so sour jacks, not sour. They don't pucker your mouth at all. Nope. 
tasty but not sour. Um, the most sour things I've had were those Sour Patch Kid things. Gonna I had them to... the other day. I didn't do them on a taste test because I just opened them and I was like, these are delicious. And I just ate them. How they about... did make my eyes water though. How about someone just, there has to be an enthusiast out there, send in your sour lolly um, recommendation because mm. so far I'm zero from two. Yeah. Sour Patch, those Sour Patch Kids. Since Have you had them? Don't know. They're really sour. But when did they stop making sour stuff sour? Uh, I don't know. Somebody probably got like a with, tongue from with, it. Without sour, these are just jacks. Mm-hmm. They are tasty though. What's the green candy. one like? What flavour was the green one? I'm going to guess lime. Yeah, boring. Alrighty, we are going to call it there. We are... Uh, <sighs> Come find us. Let me start I'm that again. Just, I'm just disappointed by the by the lollops. Yeah, me too. I just had a little bit stuck in my teeth. That's I'm why I kind of got stuck. I can still taste the again. can still taste the cinnamon. Yeah, um, but look, if you want to come find us on Instagram, we are ADHD. No, we are not. We are fmfish underscore ADHD for grown-ups. Um, there, we're on Threads with the same kind of name. We're on Facebook. Threads. Threads. Instagram. Threads. Um, Same name at gmail.com. Oh, yeah, fthemfish at gmail.com if you want to send us anything. We love. I, want, I haven't had any voice memos for ages. Why? Uh, Just say hello. Send, send a voicemail that says hello and yeah. you love listening. No, I mean, you don't have to say that. You can send us jokes, tell us memes, all Sour sorts of Sour lolly recommendations. Sour lolly Rex, That would be good. Um, but, yeah, look, we are actually going to take a little bit of a break for a couple of weeks. Um, we uh, uh, Episode 30 seems like a good time to take a break for a couple of weeks. But we will be back in your ear holes. We'll have a keep an eye out on social media. I will be putting it all up there. I will also be doing Instagram and stuff while we're... Um, not recording the podcast, so there'll be quite a few things happening there. Um, but, yeah, we'll probably look at maybe taking uh, August off, I would suggest. But we will be recording. I'm sure we'll be recording during that period of time. I will finally figure out how to do the remote recording. And we have got some amazing guests lined up. If I can ever get anyone to help me sort it out. She's talking to me and her eyes are fixated on me like, Massive fiery pitchforks. Massive fiery pitchforks. <laughs> yes. You, you are treating me like the witch from any fairy tale ever. You're yeah. staring at me with angry face. Me. Anyway, so we have absolutely loved having you here for the first 30 episodes. We're looking forward to getting you for the next 30 Made episodes. 30 episodes. And um, keep an ear out for me as well because I am recording, I won't say too much now, but I am recording with another podcast, just the one episode, um, but I'll You're put all the information. Is that what I'm saying? I'm reporting, recording with them. You're reporting as a guest. Reporting. You're a guest. Yes, I am a guest. However, I will be delivering the topic of the podcast for that particular episode. That's so, usually what guests do. No, not always. Anyway, um, jealous much. Um, but yes, no. so I shall be doing that. And I, if you stay across our social media, you will see all of those things. But we're not going to be gone for long. We will be back soon. Just going to have a teeny tiny break. Send us in your topics and your sour lollies. Oh yeah, send us your topics if you want. If because we're going to call the when we come back, we'll call it season two. <laughs> just because, <laughs> just because. Whenever I do my editing in Acast, I end. Oh sorry, when I ever upload in Acast, it always says, um, "What season is this?" And I always just put season one. And now I want to put season two. <laughs> season two. Yeah, y'all. Season two. Um, but yeah, so. Send us your ideas. What do you want us to look at? What do you want us to research? What and do you want us to revisit? What do you want us to revisit? Who do you want us to get back on? Um, any ideas for guests? Don't say anyone too famous. We're too small for that. Oh, thanks for that, Pod Dog. Thanks, Dog. Um, yeah, anything. Just mention anything that you'd like to hear or things that you did hear that you'd like to hear again. Yeah. Um, I have got some ideas. I want to talk about how design can be used to, um, you know, make spaces, make your space, whether it's at home, at work or whatever, how you can design your space to maximise your ADHD good stuff and minimise some of the challenges. So that's one of the things I want to look at. I still have a full Miro board of stuff I want to talk about. So, you know. There's plenty left. Lots and lots. And send us your ideas See, it's, it's fun and it's interesting coming up with the ideas and the concepts but we also like to feed off the listeners and so if yeah. there's something in particular that you want us to delve into 
tell us. Yep, we absolutely can't wait to hear from you. So, um, yeah, maybe go back through some of the back catalogue, uh, have a listen. Oh, my God, the other thing, send me a podcast recommendation. It's no true crime, not interested. What I am interested in is funny stuff, things where I'm like, oh, my God, I can learn some stuff. Um, you know, anything that you just think is awesome, send it in because I binge podcasts at a rate that I am rapidly running out and it makes me sad. So First five voice memos gets a sour jack. No. Um, I do still want to do merch, though. If you're interested in merch, I, I might put some pictures up of what I'm thinking of doing and let me know if you'd want to buy them. Um, and, yeah, go from there. All right, everyone. Take care. Look after yourselves. Be kind to each other. Be completely fabulous in every way. And remember... Rock out with your neurodivergent out. Yes. Do that. All right. Thanks, guys. Love you. Bye. Bye.